You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 26, with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. I hope everybody's doing wonderful, wonderful. This is December 27th, and uh, next episode will be in year 2020. So exciting. We are having a debate about schools right now in my house. My daughter is four and a half right now, and we are thinking of what to do for next year, whether she will stay home and get homeschooled versus join uh, the public schools that are nearby or a private school versus Islamic private school. It's also complicated. Nobody really tells you all this stuff beforehand and then you feel like you are responsible for deciding your kids whole future and they're only four years old so it's so confusing i wonder how more complicated it gets as as they get older anyways today i wanted to speak to you about weight loss i was able to lose little over 45 pounds last year and i've been asked how i did it a lot And I think it's a very important topic and very much related to wealth because as you remember, we define wealth as abundance of valuable assets. And one of the most valuable, the most valuable asset you have is yourself, your body. So taking care of your body and of yourself is very, very important. And actually that is our top priority. I think after that, we should look into taking care of our relationships, be it with our kids, with our spouses, with others. And money is related to all of them. Money is super important. I keep re-emphasizing and emphasizing that because you are very limited without money. You probably won't be able to buy healthy food for yourself. You probably won't be able to buy gym membership. You probably won't be able to buy time for yourself to go work out because people are so worried and working all the time. So it's hard to find that time to just take care of yourself and look after yourself. And of course, that time to look after your family and your loved ones and to put a roof over your head. And to be able to buy the utilities, heat, cook, AC, all these things require money. So money is super important, um, but we need to speak about other things, kind of a break it down into mini steps of how we build wealth and how we live content lives. So it's pretty much determined by medicine and by health gurus that Obesity is not good. Being overweight is not good. It causes a lot of other problems, joint pain, joint issues, other inflammations in the body, then leading to high blood pressure, diabetes, all these other diseases then lead to bigger issues like heart attacks and strokes. So obesity is not good and being overweight is not good. So we, our goals should be to be in a healthy weight range for our body, for our height and for our uh, body. BMI is a number that's been used in the past, but we're learned that it's not really that accurate because 
it really just is based on what your weight is and what your height is but you can have you can be high in weight but still be healthier because muscle weighs more than fat so if you have if you work out if you lift weights and you are muscular and you have uh, good muscles then you may your weight may be higher on the scale but you are actually healthier you're not obese and you're not more prone to those diseases what helped me lose the weight was really becoming aware of my thoughts around food and just being more aware of what I'm eating and why I'm eating that. Now, it's very simple to know what is healthy for us. It's not rocket science. We know being overweight is not healthy and most of the people want to lose the extra weight and they know the steps to lose the weight they're very simple too it's not hard you have to stop overeating you have to eat healthy make healthy food choices which we all know what they are it's you know fresh fruits vegetables healthy meats no fried food no processed food like hot dogs and other processed meat no junk food like chips and and no sugar like chocolate and any of those things, that is common sense. We all know what to do, but a lot of us are still overweight and we still struggle with it year after year, month after month. And we try to tell ourselves this, the next day will be the last day that we, uh, we eat unhealthy and then this will be life-changing. We will not make these poor decisions again, but we go into that cycle again. Now, why is that? And one of the top reasons is that food is pushed on to us so much in today's world with the media, with all these commercials that you get from the food industry, from um, everybody that's, that tries to teach you how to live happy and healthy. You ha- If you are feeling sad, then you have to go and eat chocolate or put sugar in your body. If you are feeling happy, then you have to go eat and celebrate. Everything is about food, the way the society is. And this is very problematic, but it is very understandable in a capitalistic society that we live in. It is all based on these big corporations that are running food businesses, and they want us to keep eating. And what they've done is they've added sugar to pretty much all the foods that are out there and sugar acts as a very addictive substance when it goes to our brain it literally releases pretty much the same hormones and same neurotransmitters that would be released if you are on drugs and then we keep going more for it because one of this neurotransmitter response that dopamine hits that we're getting in our head And then also, this is not nourishing for our body. Our body doesn't need a ton of sugar to survive on. Our body needs real vitamins, minerals that are found in real food, which is fresh fruits and vegetables and healthy meats. But we are not giving that to our body. So our body is still hungry and asking for more nourishment. And at the same time, it's it's asking for that dopamine hit, that addictive hit 
that you are getting with sugar. So we have become really addictive to food and that's high processed food high in sugar. And it's almost like we've lost control of what's good for us and how to make decisions for ourselves that are healthier for us. Our bodies do not actually need a lot of food to survive on. The food that we need to fill ourselves up and to survive is very minimal. The way our ancestors were is they had one to two meals in a day. You would have breakfast, then you would have a lunch around one or two o'clock, and then you would have dinner and that was it. But then in the 90s, snacks started being pushed. It was all about you need food throughout the day. You need breakfast, then after breakfast, you need a snack to lift you up, then you need lunch, and then you need snack again to kind of get you through until it's dinner time. So throughout the day when we are awake, food is being pushed as if it's such an important necessity that we have to be eating throughout the day. And what that does is your insulin level stays high throughout the time it never has your body never really has a chance to like slow down process the food because you are just constantly putting food in your body and i know this all sounds like common sense and we all know it but we still fall victims to all these thoughts and all these um, commercials and everything that goes around us we still become victim to that and we just keep eating and overfeeding our bodies and for me to lose weight understanding and just becoming aware of these ideas was super important now the next thing that I started realizing was that I was eating a lot from a place of scarcity that means you just think there's not a lot of resources out there and if you do not utilize them right now then they may not be there So for me, it was food that if I do not have this bite right now, if I do not have this bagel right now, then I'll never see this food again in my life. In our culture, it's um, very common for parents to reference uh, working with being able to obtain food. So whenever my dad would go to work, he would say, I'm going to go work for a pound of flour. Flour, we make a lot of um, bread uh, during the day. So it's very, flour is used a lot. So for me, even money, even wealth, everything was related to food that you have to work so you can buy food. So if you have money now, why not buy the food that you never had before or that you can have now? And especially during residency and fellowship, a lot of our residents and fellows, they don't get paid much money. We, the pay is like forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. So whenever there's like any free food in the hospital, then um, residents and fellows go for it because it's free food. And that was happening to me a lot during fellowship. We had morning meetings, and they would provide bagels, and I would have a bagel every single day with lots of cream cheese and then coffee with sugar in it and that was all attributing to my weight gain and it was just so easy for me to just become a victim to that instead of saying no I am able to 
make healthier food at home or I'm even able to purchase healthier food from the store so I am not going to eat this bagel it was just very I don't even know what the word for that is but it was just so given for me that I just have to have this bagel because it's free and the other thing we always um, heard when we were growing up is uh, do not leave your plate uh, filled or do not waste food and what that meant was whatever food is in your plate you have to finish it and if other people like your family your kids your husband if they're leaving food behind then you should finish it instead of throwing it in the garbage and what I realized is that I am kind of making my body the garbage container by throwing extra food in it that it does not need this extra food was actually causing me pain i would get belly pain i would um, my body would not be happy with all this extra food that i was putting into it because i thought i was saving the food from being wasted which is very ridiculous but that's what was going through my head that i just have to eat this extra food and my husband has this weirdest habit. He will eat, he'll peel a banana and he'll eat half of the banana and leave the other half. It's very good for him in a sense that he knows what his body needs. So even if there's anything on the plate, like anything that has sugar or, you know, cake or anything like that. And if I tell him, you know, he should have some, he's like, no, that's too much sugar. I don't, I'm not going to put, why would I put empty calories into my body? And that was just so natural to him. But for me, that was really hard concept to grab and to process in my head. So when I was just uh, starting off, uh, first I would notice like, okay, what do I want to eat right now? And then I would question myself, okay, if I am craving this or if I want to eat this, then why do I actually want to eat that right now? Is it because I am really hungry and my body needs food? So it's thinking of the first thing that it just wants to go to or is it just a craving and urge that's coming into my body and those questions were very helpful and then the other thing I started uh, doing was just paying attention to each bite that I'm taking so I used to think that I love uh, sugary stuff so I love cheesecake I love sweets I have a sweet tooth and I love chocolates and what I started doing was just noticing like so when I would put a bite in my mouth I would like take my time swallowing it just chew it around and notice if I am actually enjoying the food or if it's just my brain telling me that I love this food and I don't actually like it and it turned out I really actually don't like that food I really did not like the bread it just tasted like dough in my mouth if I would have a bagel or if I had peanut butter jelly sandwich that was my weakness or what I thought was my weakness during pregnancy and when I was breastfeeding I just had to have a peanut butter jelly sandwich every single day if not twice a day in the morning and at night um, so that was my other thing that I was just obsessed with and I thought I have to have it I that's just something that my body needs but when I really started paying attention to each bite I realized I was not enjoying it and then even afterwards, I would pay attention to what's happening in my body, what's going on. And I, my body would kind of, my, even my thinking would slow down. I would 
I was not really as alert and I would a lot of times I would have belly aches because I was eating the food that my body didn't need and I was probably eating I, I was overeating it as well so more than what my body needed and it was really making me sick so it was just really interesting to see that all this was happening but at the same time I w- was victim to these thoughts that I need this food then the next thing that really helped was during Ramadan when we were fasting. Um, the other thing was that, okay, we're taught that your body needs food throughout the day. And unless you have some sort of medical condition where diabetes or anything else where you actually do need uh, food throughout the day, most of us healthy folks actually do not. You can put breaks, you can put four or five hours, even more breaks. Uh, between your meals and we do that during Ramadan it's so easy to do that especially during the summertime when the days are so long uh, fasting can be 14 15 hours a day or even longer and we're able to survive just fine we don't you know people don't die from those breaks and that was just very fascinating for me it was kind of re-emphasizing it again and I would make healthier choices even in Iftar and Sahur because I knew my what my body needed and I'll be fine. It was not like my body was in a panic that if we do not eat this right now that we're going to die. Even though I would get those thoughts, but I would tell myself that, you know, you're not going to die if you don't have that fried whatever. We don't need that to survive. We need healthy food, nourishing food to survive and We can get that without eating the processed fried food. And that was just really, really helpful for me. And since then, I've actually been doing the intermittent fasting. So I rarely have breakfast right now. Even if I have breakfast, it's usually because I'm with family or because we're going out. It's weekend or something. And then we'll have breakfast. But I never really have breakfast anymore. I usually eat my dinner around 5 or 6 p.m. And then the next day, I have my coffee around 10 or 11 o'clock. And then I eat around maybe 12 or 1 o'clock for lunch. And then dinner again around 5 or 6 o'clock. And eliminating snacks has helped so much. It has freed up so much of my time. And I'm able to do so many things and accomplish so much instead of obsessing about food. We think our lives will become boring if we leave food out of it or if we don't eat those yummy food or the yummy food as they're advertised. But we actually get a better life. We're able to concentrate so much on the stuff that actually matters and that we may love. So doing other activities, I've been able to do so many things in 2019 that I never thought would be possible. And, uh, you know, being able to go to gym and just being able to do run around with my kids and just being able to play around with them, that all has been life-changing and fascinating. Now, you notice that I've mainly concentrated on food this whole time because food is the main thing that will help you lose or gain weight. It's whatever goes in your body is either going to stay there because your body thinks you may never get this food again as our ancestors did back in the day when they were living nomadic lives and they would have a meal 
and their bodies learn to store that meal as a fat storage because they didn't know when their next meal was going to be. But now we are over flooding our bodies with food and that's just being stored. Whatever extra food uh, that we eat is just being stored in the body. So it, the weight loss is mainly with food, but there are other things that do help or are actually are as important. So the other thing that's as important is sleep. Getting eight hours of sleep is just unbelievable. When you're not sleeping enough, your body goes into this stress mode and you have high levels of cortisol, which is kind of like steroids and they raise your insulin and they make you gain weight. So getting sleep is very important. And that was the other issue I was having, especially with my son. He would not sleep without me. So first two months, I actually did not get any sleep when he was born. He wanted to be held and cuddled and not he would wake up every time I would try to put him down in his crib. So I was up pretty much all night holding him because I was afraid of co-sleeping with him and just um, you know, suffocating him or something. So I was up all night and that was horrible for my body. And then the other thing that's very important is water. Drinking enough water throughout the day. A lot of the times our body is not actually hungry when we're getting the hunger cues. We think we are super hungry and if we don't eat, we're going to die. But it's actually thirst. So if you drink a glass of water at that time, a lot of times the hunger goes away because the signals are very similar to our brain when we're thirsty or we're hungry. Sometimes you'll know when you're thirsty, but sometimes the hunger cues are confused with thirst. So that water is just very important to drink throughout the day. And exercise is not as important as for weight loss. Exercise is very, very important for your health. There are so many benefits of exercise. For neurology, if you exercise 30 minutes uh, two to three times or a week, you have your chances of getting dementia, the memory issues when you're older go much, much lower. So there are a lot of neurological benefits and there are a lot of benefits for the heart and other organs as well. So exercise is super um, good for you, but exercise should not be done to lose weight, even though it'll help you with the weight loss with your goals. But exercise is its own entity where you exercise to gain its benefits and uh, get that natural endorphin kick. I love that. Whenever I go to a workout after gym, I just feel so good. And that's really important and really good for you. But and it does help with the weight loss as well. However, don't substitute it for the food. What I recognized was happening earlier on in the year or before last year was that I was thinking, oh, I'm going to exercise, I'm working out, so I deserve this extra treat or I deserve this extra bad food because I worked out. And that's very ironic and kind of goes against what you're trying to do now you are working out trying to be healthy but then you're eating unhealthy food and it does not help with that at all so do exercise but for its other health benefits and not really for the weight loss and then basically eliminating all the junk food all the sh extra sugar that you can 
I rarely eat any sweets right now. I I don't really enjoy them. And when whenever I find something that I enjoy, I will eat it. But I know when to stop. And that has helped a lot. Um, I've pretty much eliminated most of the sugar on my regular days. So I'll have my treat maybe once in a while. If I find something that I really like or if I want to have chocolate, I'll have it once in a while. One of the things that I still do enjoy is dates. I don't know why they taste so good, but any sort of dates, that's something I enjoy. And I know they have so much sugar and they're high in fiber content too, but there's something that I enjoy. But there was time when I was able to eat like boxes of it. Seriously, I'm not lying. Uh, but now I'm able to eat one or two if I want and then just stop and put it away because of all the thought work. Anyways, this episode is getting a bit long, but there's so much more on weight that I have to talk about. And I think I'd love to do a video someday as well. I've just been super busy over the last uh, two months We, with the trip and our my kids' birthdays in October, then December, and just a bunch of celebrations and family meetings. And it's just been a little um, busy. And then we all got sick as well. Um, but inshallah, I want to try to do more and put out more stuff and blogs and everything else. I have so many ideas, so much stuff that I want to share. Um, just need to find the extra time a little bit more. Um, anyways, inshallah, until next time, please let me know how you like this podcast and please, please, uh, subscribe and rate it, uh, if you love it and do share with your friends if you are enjoying it. All right. Bye.